0: Welcome to episode five of our OR Talks podcast. Today, we're welcoming two special guests to discuss all your questions on making tax digital and cryptocurrencies. Here are your hosts, Neil Seeger and Mark Jovanovic. So, so with, with, with crypto and cryptocurrencies, Obviously, we've heard an awful lot about them. They're all over. Everyone's trying to get involved in them, buy them, invest in them, and have loads of
1: stuff to do with them. So first off, what, what is crypto? Oh well, yeah, it's coming more and more popular, isn't it, crypto? And more and more people are owning it. And it's basically a currency that isn't controlled by a bank. It's decentralized completely. So it's a digital currency. Currency, effectively. I'm no crypto IT expert. There's probably a much better way of describing <laughs> yeah. this, but it's basically a digital asset, is my understanding of how
0: it works. So you don't, you can't actually touch it or see it. It's just, it just, it's there like, like, like the internet, effectively. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah, yeah. Right. Numbers on a screen. That's how many. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, so I can change my money and invest my money that's cash in my bank, which are numbers on my screen and put and buy, think, more numbers on another screen, which don't also don't exist
1: yeah basically yeah that's it it's all uh okay. in, the, in a cloud somewhere up there
0: i suppose the same as shares though i suppose yeah but it. shares i suppose you get a piece of paper yeah. saying you own that that that, that share yeah. or that part of that company whereas
1: actually with the crypto you, you get it in your wallet or <laughs> yeah, electronic in your wallet electronic wallet yeah not your actual wallet yeah <laughs> well, <that's> exactly <laughs> it. it's not a 10 pound note yeah <laughs> if
0: only if only right okay so that that's what it is and then with with, with people I've doubt with with them spoke to about crypto, one of the things they bring up is a thing called a fiat. Now the only fiat I've ever heard before is a car, and I'm assuming they're not talking about cars. <laughs> so what 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 is a fiat in the world of crypto?
1: So it's not in the world of crypto. Fiat. Fiat right. is a currency which okay. is controlled and issued by governments and central banks. So things like sterling, euros, dollars. That is what's meant by a fiat currency
0: right okay so
1: it's more controlled and backed by governments and controlled by like the bank of england for instance right okay so okay. that's what's meant by fiat. so you'll always hear people talk about crypto they're talking about exchanging it for fiat or buying it with fiat and that's what uh, i mean they're not buying it with fiat pandas with, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can imagine can i swap
0: my 50 fiat pandas for one bitcoin please i don't,
1: have, I don't know how many uh, bitcoins you'd get for a 50 fiat pandas. probably probably not one would you <laughs> i don't know there's a calculation for us if anyone can
0: find out please please let us know <laughs>
1: But as I say, we're not crypto experts in terms of how it, that all works. We you know the accounting and tax side of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Someone out there is probably listening, thinking there's a much better way <laughs> yeah. to find what crypto is. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but
0: in, in a nutshell, that, that's what that's what crypto is. Yeah. And within the world of, of, of crypto, and I get get there's obviously many many different sort of currencies you can buy. I suppose they're um, yeah. currencies.
1: It's Bitcoin's so, the most popular. Yeah, Bitcoin it? It wants and like Bitcoin. so, Bitcoin, like
0: Ethereum, the two that I've just first on swung to my mind. Yeah. Really, I mean. So with, with those, I've heard of people taking those currencies and swapping it for something they call an F- NFT. What well, First off, what is an NFT?
1: <laughs> so NFT, non-fungible... Um, token? Token, that's the one, yeah. So it's basically like a digital asset. So it could be like artwork or something that's on a computer, basically. Okay. So it's not like something you can hang on your wall. Right, okay. It's, but yeah, so it's an asset within the crypto digital sort of world. So. Right, People buying those and hoping they'll go up in value, basically like a normal asset you'd buy. So it's just an it's an investment, effectively, yeah. isn't it? So if I, so, I, so,
0: it's the same as me taking my fifty pound note or ten pound note, whatever, swapping it for a painting that I can touch. Yeah, it's exactly the same, just in the in the, in in a computer world, that's it, yeah, in
1: the digital world. Yeah, the future. Right, in the, the future. Oh, I'm feeling I'm so future, old. We're like dinosaurs, aren't we? I feel like dinosaurs,
0: this. And when people talk to me and Clark talk to me about it, and then obviously they're talking about not the investing side, because I haven't got a clue about that, yeah. but the tax side of things. I'm thinking, what are these new words they're talking <laughs> to me about? It's, it's like meeting kids now.
1: Yeah, it is, it is. And it all sounds very scary, but the tax treatment's fundamentally the same. as If it was shares, or we talked about earlier, or anything else that you're buying. So, so that literally
0: brings me onto on to my next point, actually. You've just, you just jumped to <laughs> my next question. I was going to say, oh. so first off, how is crypto taxed? I mean, you've just sort of half, half answered that yeah. one, but we'll just go over it in its entire,
1: entirety. So how is crypto taxed? So it depends what you're doing with it. So a lot of people will be speaking to their mate in the pub. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, there's no tax on crypto. No one will ever know about it. <laughs> not true. Um, so it can either be income tax, or more commonly, it's capital gains tax. So income would be if you're trading in it and capital gains would be if you're holding it more of a long-term investment. Um,
0: right, so how do, I, how do I then distinguish the difference between if I'm trading or if I'm, invest- if I'm just doing it as an investment activity?
1: Ah, I'm glad you asked that now. I'm going to test you now. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> exciting! As I, as I said, it doesn't change that much just because it's crypto and sounds all scary. It still comes back to the fundamentals of the badges of trade. Right. Okay. I'm sure, you'll know about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah.
0: That, that's HMRC legislation, which we use it um, to distinguish whether somebody is re- really whether they're they're more, they're more looking at. That's not the badge of trade. Looks at. Whether, whether you're trading or not yeah and it also looks at other, other angles yeah for employment and not employment but that's not relevant for this
1: yeah so it's basically looking at what you're doing with that asset so that crypto currency that you're buying are you repeatedly doing like thousands of transactions okay buying and selling it and it's not just one badge of trade that will put you straight away into being income tax or capital gains it's the whole picture around it right so that's to be a profit-seeking motive, which, again, whether you're buying it for long-term or short-term, yeah. you're probably going to have that either way, aren't you? Yes, because well, you're buying it for a profit, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah. no-one's going to buy it with the aim of losing money. Out of that. <laughs> I bet some people do. <laughs> but, yeah, and then the transactions is probably the main one. So like with shares, you'd have to be doing thousands and thousands of transactions in order for it to be a trading activity. Okay. And it's the time you're spending doing it as well. If you've got a full-time job like me and you, yeah, it's going to be hard to then be doing mining for like bitcoins and everything as a full-time job as well. You're not going to be able to put that time in. I can mine for crypto. Yeah, so that's how it's all found, I believe. As I say, no, no expert on how this works, but yeah. I think people have multiple computers going at once. Uh, Mining for, okay, fine, okay. It's not like a coal miner back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Digging a hole (laughs) in a massive hole in his garden and trying to find crypto. Yeah, so yeah, basically that's how they they do millions and millions of equations to try and generate find these Bitcoins uh, somewhere. Okay, okay, yeah, right. A lot smarter yeah. person can uh, say so I haven't <laughs> got to, this is baffling.
0: This is to be fair. So just just back onto the tax side of things. So yeah, if if I'm deemed as say trading and actually I I, I don't have a job and that's what I do, I sit there and I'll do that. I'll pay tax at normal twenty percent, forty percent, yeah, or or forty five while it's still around. Yeah. Um,
1: so it'd be class as like a sole trade then as a self employment if you're doing it in your own name. So
0: and could I? I could then. I don't have to do it in a sole now, I could do it in a limited company yeah, if I wanted to, I could yeah. I, like a normal trade. Yeah. So that, that's equivalent to. I think I've used it in other podcasts. The heating and plumber. Yeah. That I, could, I can trade the same way. The same way that's as it. It.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas if I'm capital, the other side is capital gains yeah. tax, isn't it? Which is just more based on investment. So yeah. if I'm deemed not trading and I have a full time job and I'm not doing mass loads of transactions then I, I will then go into capital gains tax.
1: Yeah, that's cash. it. So it'll be whatever gains you make in the year on buying and selling it throughout the year. That'll be what you'd then be taxed on. But for capital gains, you get the 12,300 annual exemption. Right, okay. So anything above that, if your income's in your basic rate band and the gains fall in there as well, 10%, anything else, 20%. That's right. It's really straightforward, isn't it? It is. It is. But people always think because it's crypto and it's like nothing to do with the government and the banks. There's no tax, but there is.
0: So, how if I've got it brings me on to another question of mine. So, if if I've well, first and foremost, actually, if I've made losses on some during the year and I made oh, yeah. profits on others, can I use them to offset against each other?
1: Yeah. So they'll be offset against each other. So it's only the overall gains you're making in the year that are right. taxable. So the losses would be offset against any gains that you've made. So it's respecting my overall profit. Everything, everything take into account
0: what my bottom line profit is, yeah. take off the annual exemption. You say that basically the capital gains tax personality is 12,30. Whatever that is, I pay tax at 10 or 20% on. Spot on. Oh, Okay. That so sounds relatively simple, easy. I think. You've given it taxes. <laughs> <laughs> <having> <laughs> <but now. laughs> um so then with this, so if I have crypto and I'm how how does HMRC know that I have crypto? Because for a long time, I spoke to a lot of people. They believe that there's no way HMRC will ever know because it doesn't exist.
1: Exactly, yeah. And that's where the conversations in the pub come from. Like, there's no tax on it. No one will ever know. It's all like on computers and away from governments. It's, it's hidden. It's not. How do so they find out? In order to exchange your cryptocurrency and everything you have to use wallets don't you so yes 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 the most common one that we could probably come across is Coinly. right okay yeah now these wallets like it or not are having to start reporting who owns crypto or who holds crypto assets with them to hmrc oh so i think we've touched on this a little bit before with like rental properties yes landlords and people like that having to report information to hmrc so there's nowhere to hide So they can get the information that you hold crypto assets from the wallet from the wallet companies. And then if you're not reporting anything on your uh, returns, they might come knocking on your door.
0: So they'll know I've got investments. So therefore, they will then link. And I know I've got investments at a certain date. So at the end of that tax year, after the tax returns have been done or whatever, they'll realize I haven't done one. And then send me a letter or, or, or whatever and say, we believe you've got these.
1: Yeah. Should have done one. Yeah, that's it. They have started doing this as well. They've started doing nudge letters, they call them, or one to many. I think it's four more. That's what ones. we
0: spoke about with, with Anthony, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yes. So they do this now where if they've got information that you hold, in this case, crypto assets. Yeah. They'll send you a letter saying, is there anything you should be declaring? And just reminding you that they are taxable. Then that's how probably they probably should have done that. something. Not always, you might not have in that year have generated a profit from them. You might have just bought them and held on to them. But if they've got the information you're holding, they'll be just giving you a little nudge. And
0: at that point, you get the letter. That's when you need to start speaking to people like us to decide actually what do you need to definitely, do. Definitely,
1: yeah. You might not have to report anything that year. You might not, as I say, you might not have sold them, so you might not have anything. But if you've sold them and bought more, that's where you're going to start having gains coming in. But you definitely want to seek an expert on those sort of things. Definitely, come and ask us. And the sooner you come and speak to us, the sooner you can be up to
0: date with everything. And what, what happens if I do have a lot, A lot of say I have five hundred. 500,000 transactions, whatever, and I've swapped it from Bitcoin to Ethereum to, you know, loads of other different currencies, and I keep dropping it around. And I can't keep up with, actually, have I made a profit or a loss? I've lost on some, I know that. yeah. And i made profits on others. But actually, I can get caught in a, in a hole there where actually, I haven't got a clue where I am with this. Is there a simple way that I can find
1: out whether I have or haven't? Yes, there is. And that's using the wallets, and if you go back to Coin.ly, it's the most common one, yeah. they can generate you, at the end of the tax year, a report of all your transactions. Yeah. And Coin.ly, they've worked quite closely with HMRC to make sure their reports are in line with the legislation that HMRC is slowly bringing in to deal with crypto assets. Right. So the information they're giving you will be accurate to what you need to report. So okay. it takes all the pressure out of you sitting there going through, well, I bought 200 here, 500 And, here and, that, and that's sold. what I'm that thinking, be, yeah. It's yeah. a bit
0: different, because obviously shares are a little bit different to that. But yeah. like, so it, so you can click a button, and then that button will then produce cr- cr- a report which says, overall, in that tax year, I've had a profit or a loss.
1: Yeah, and then you can pass that to us. We can go through and just double-check that it all makes sense, and there's nothing glaringly obvious with it. And then submit the just submit the tax return yeah. or, or whatever. Do your return, yeah, as required, and... So Really, there isn't really
0: much of an excuse to get caught up in this because no.
1: the wallets do the hard work for you, exactly. Yeah, and um, HMIC are getting tighter and tighter on this. So, in the summer, they did a report, and I think it was 10% of the population now hold crypto of the Ten- adult population. 10%, yeah, that's um, massive. Yeah, and from that report, they've got a suspected 2.3 million of unpaid tax for the 21-22 tax year. Oh, blimey. And that's five times more than the previous tax year, so...
0: And though, so if people have got time, if, if they are in that category, to get tax returns yeah. submitted, because they've got to the end of January to submit that tax return?
1: Yeah, that's it, yeah. So there's plenty of time still at the moment, but get in touch with us and we can help you make sure you're not going to get caught.
0: Yeah, because it's easy to get caught, because the amount of people that I talk to that, that all the time that have said, no, 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 I've had them yeah. for a couple of years, or it was pre, you know, sort of wallets, effectively... Yeah, yeah. And that, but that, that, the, those are getting more
1: and more picked up from what from what I'm seeing. Yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah. And because there's so much tax at stake, HMIC are going to get tighter and tighter on it. And because they're going to be more popular. And as you yeah. know, at the moment, they need to get as much money in as. Possible, that, don't they? <laughs> that,
0: exactly, exactly. They'll put all those resources, those resources on it, won't they, to, to try and?
1: They will, they will. And to be fair, HMRC are probably leading the way globally in tightening up tax legislation on how it's taxed and everything. And you know, other countries are following suit. So, oh, yeah, the, net, the net's closing in with the sound of it. It is, it is. Uh, it so, it is taxable. What? So, don't listen to anyone that ever tells you crypto is not taxable. So, what if,
0: what if I have got them and I've had them? I haven't, but what happens if I did? And I've had them for five, six years. I've, yeah. done, I've done literally, I've, I've, I've traded them, I've done whatever. I haven't had a nudge letter yet. And what, can I just still just carry along, carry on, bury buried in the sand, and hope that they never catch me?
1: And know that they never catch me? I wouldn't say they'll never catch you. <laughs> As more and more information gets spread through, it's going to flag up at some point. At some point when you want to cash that out into fear. Bitcoin, see again. Oh like yeah, the panda, panda. the panda. Yeah, <laughs> not perfect. Yeah, you might want to buy a bit panda. It you can
0: again? do, <laughs> It sounds like we're advertising. Here. I know, the panda. Wow.
1: Well, yeah, panda. we're advertising for Coinly. <laughs> that's it. We're still hoping that we'll get sent something in, but more just politeness. Strategic. Yeah, that's yeah, it. We'll try. We'll keep trying. But yeah.
0: So, but. If I get a nudge letter yeah. and they say HMRC have only had the reports for whatever number of years they have, mm-hmm. and I've got years before that, can HMRC, if they get wind of that, go back
1: they before? Could, they could do, yeah. And the onus is on you as a taxpayer to provide the records to show that you didn't have anything then. Right. So it's-
0: okay. So it does care. So actually, even if you have got them, haven't had a newsletter, you're still better off coming forward. Definitely, pay yes. the tax now because I think as we went back to, and I don't know, I can't remember the exact rates now, but didn't they say it was like 200% tax on Anthony with us? They
1: could do, yeah, yeah. That's we went through with Anthony was on the penalties, so it's yeah, not, it's not worth ignoring it. It's better off taking action now, and it's always better to be upfront rather than HMRC to catch you out. The nudge letters aren't so bad because that's just a little gentle prompt, but if they launch a full-on investigation into you, then you on the back foot straight away, and you've and you could
0: have a you could have a potential problem then, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. So then with so then with um so there so we from a tax point of view really. So if if I buy a it's more looking at the matching side of things really. Yeah. So if I was a bit of a capital gains So if I was to buy a um, a bitcoin today. Yeah. Okay. And then I buy an Ethereum tomorrow. And then I hold them for two weeks. Yeah. I sell both. Yeah. Okay. Then I buy some more. Yeah. Okay. I'm building up a big portfolio here. So yeah. actually, how do, how do I allocate my profits profits and losses? Okay, so it is website in essence, where I'm going.
1: Okay, yeah, got you, got you. So for anyone that deals with shares, it works in exactly the same way as that. But if you're not familiar with that, you have something that's called a pool. Right. So each share or each crypto, sorry, in this case, would be in its own pool, each type. So your Bitcoin would be in one pool you um the ones who be in another pool. Like Ethereum, Ethereum for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Escaping from minute there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then you'd have the average cost from those pools so that when you sell them, the average cost of buying them would be your base cost. Right, okay. But any that you've bought in a short space of time, that becomes your base cost. So you have a 30-day window, which is the bed and breakfast in right? Oh, and yeah, such. yeah, yes. It's technically called the matching rules, but it's bed and breakfast in. So it's, any buy in 30 days and then you sell within the same ones within 30 days, that's your base cost, not the average cost of the pool. Right, okay. Because obviously over a long period of time, the average cost of the pool could be quite low. She you could have bought them when the prices dropped. Yeah. For instance. Yeah. So it's just it's almost an anti-avoidance sort of thing, really. So,
0: so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they will get matched up. Yeah. The other interesting thing that I've had come to my door in recently was Employers wanting to pay their employees in crypto.
1: Yes. So first off, can you pay your employees in crypto? Yeah, you can if the employees are signing up for that, but you can indeed, yeah. It's it is a currency, it's a cryptocurrency. So yeah, you can be paid in that. Okay. And I know what the next question is going to be already. Go on then, What's <laughs> the next question going to be? Is it taxable? Correct. Yes. there's tax for both the employers and the um, employees exactly the same way, so if it's another currency. So if you pay it in in pounds, for example, yeah. there's no difference
0: between me getting my pay slip here, yeah. having it calculated my tax insurance, and all that sort of stuff, which comes to me, you know, comes to me, um, the might I get paid, yeah. so we go a £1,000, just for easy numbers, so a £1,000 is on my pay slip. If they pay me out the bank in pounds, they pay me £1,000, yeah. and if they pay me a £1,000 worth of crypto or the equivalent, yeah, that's, there's you no say, difference.
1: Yeah, it's still tax both ways. Yeah, so both employers pay tax on paying you and employees pay tax as on. if it was sterling. Yeah, exactly. So, you, so, you, so
0: there's no. So there's really
1: there's no there's no difference. No, between them. no, no. It's becoming more common. Like you say, people get paid or get the option of getting paid in crypto, especially in the digital sort of world. I guess it's so.
0: If I got paid in crypto, yeah. okay, and then I invested that in crypto activities, yeah, okay.
1: Are my capital gains then still taxable? Yes. Yeah. Same as if you're getting paid in sterling or dollars, euros, whatever you will get paid in. If you then go and buy shares, the shares would then be liable to. So I don't get out of it then. No. I don't get out of pay tax. <laughs> no.
0: So just because I get paid it, but then from a capital gains tax point of view, the amount of so that thousand pounds I've been paid yeah. is affecting my base cost. Yeah, isn't it? that's yeah, if you put it all into. Yeah. If I, if I yeah. put every penny on it be weird if you did but you put every single penny
1: yeah
0: got no bills to pay yeah everything in there and then uh and then any, anything that i make off that over above my 12 yeah, yeah. quid
1: is, great, yeah. is
0: where you start paying tax
1: exactly
0: yeah so if i've made gains as in so all my profits and my quarterly reports get to less than 12 300 quid
1: yeah do i start to do a tax return yes and no <laughs>
0: yes and no, yes and no. <laughs> okay
1: so capital gains you have to report them if your profits or proceeds, sorry, not the profits, proceeds are more than four times the annual exemption or the capital gains personal allowance. Okay. So at that point, you have to report them, even if there's no tax. So it's, that, that's give we'll take about 49,000, 49, 40,
0: 49 50,000, yeah. isn't it? 49,000 just for it, just for, so 49, if, if my, so if my proceeds, the amount that people have paid me, yeah, are more than forty nine thousand, yeah, even
1: though my profit is less than, yeah, the, still need to then I still have to report it. And likewise, yeah. if you've got losses, report the losses because you can carry those forward and any gains in the future. Those losses can be set against. So okay, so I, so if if, if in the
0: t- my report does come out that I've got a I've got a loss, yeah, okay, and I don't do anything with it, I just I just leave it. I don't do a tax turn because I have to I've had a loss. And next year, because of my tax return, I've made a profit. Yeah. Can I you offset that loss?
1: Ideally, you'd reported the loss so it's recorded, but you can still go back and bring that loss in. But but HMRC can challenge that. Yeah. That point, it'd be a lot they? more questionable, wouldn't it? Whereas if you've been upfront and reported the loss and everything, so better off. You. Bet yeah. you're, you're keeping a good record of the losses that you've got there. No?
0: Yeah. So if you're in a yeah. So if you do get caught, you know, it's it's just easier to be upfront and honest, as you say. Yeah. Re- report it. If you don't report it, you potentially could lose it exactly exactly get lost yeah get get (laughs) lost (laughs) (laughs) very 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 good (laughs) (laughs) so with with the crypto i mean that's the key things that come in my world Does
1: anything come up in your world that it's honestly it's just people assuming because it's so new and so away from the government and it's it's very independent isn't it it's almost uh it's a whole new world, basically. It's, right? it's, so, it is, yeah. I thought you were going to start singing there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want that. Anyone that's me on a karaoke, definitely doesn't want that. but, <laughs> but yeah. People, so it's not to be scared of, ultimately,
0: no. is it? It is exactly, it's just the same as shares yeah. or, you know, changing any other currencies, really. It you is. know,
1: it, any anything like that. Yeah, it is. It's most relatable to shares, really. That's the easiest way of, people that already deal in shares, they start dealing in crypto. It's the easiest way of explaining it. It's... It is taxable. It could be income tax, but you'd have to be doing an awful lot, throwing a lot of time to it. Um, otherwise. So,
0: so if not, but, but it's in, in real, if you get a trades letter, come, in, come and tell us. Yeah. Uh, we're more than happy to help and support with that.
1: Yeah, if you hold crypto, then come and speak to us. We've got people here that themselves invest in crypto. You and I don't, do we? No, we don't we're, invest in crypto. We don't understand it. Yeah. We're we
0: dinosaurs. That's what we say. We're dinosaurs. We're <laughs> <running> not. <up>. Yeah. <laughs> the tax side of things are all right, on, yeah. to be fair. But the the yeah. the, the actual investment, counting and
1: in tax side of it, we can do. Oh, we don't have people that can advise on investing in it. No, no. We have people that are experienced in it, so they you can come and talk to them, and they'll know the tax side as well, and they'll also know it from your point of view of investing. And
0: wonder if there are wonder if there are crypto finance advisors out there.
1: They, they, if they exist. exist. There must be. If not, we've got a gap in the market. There is a gap in the market. I'm well, not, not for us, I <laughs> we I don't think.
0: <laughs> Someone out there, then we could have just given them a business idea. Literally, I could, that's just popped in my head, because yeah. you're, you're advisors for everything. Crypto-financial advisors. There's got to be in that. It's got to be. It's a risky business there, isn't it? It's, uh... all, but then aren't uh, all investments. Yeah, they are. I they suppose. Are. But then crypto, I don't know. I just think I just it's just very easily manipulated.
1: I think it, it's very confidence led, isn't it? But then yeah, aren't all the markets? I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't I don't invest
0: in anything. So <laughs> so literally, I'm the wrong person to talk to about <laughs> it. grip
1: and more, so you can touch it. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people make a lot of money from crypto. Yeah, they do. They you know, do. Then if as long as they as I say, as long as I report it. So actually, if I did invest in it, and I didn't actually take the money out. Yeah. So if I have the money and that's probably an interesting one because sometimes people buy Bitcoin cash out, take it back into to fiat, yeah and then invest it in another another currency and take it back out again yeah. and they keep making making and then they, they basically will keep the effect the, 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 the amount they put initially and reinvest their profit but keep yeah. shopping it into pounds. So at that point if, if I do that I know I've made a profit yeah but if I just leave it in the crypto world, just never, it never leaves the crypto world. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. And all I do is I invest a thousand pounds into, and I buy a bitcoin for a grand. It's not going to happen, but let's just say I did. Yeah. Okay. And I got a bitcoin. I've got no thousand pounds anymore. I've got the investment. Yeah. That then make that investment goes up. Yeah. Okay. I've then got my crypto bank card. Yeah. Which I go shopping with. Okay. So my, so it all it does is reduce my effect of my investment by going to the co-op or going to wherever yeah. buying my diesel or whatever I go and do. So at that point, I haven't made a profit.
1: No, but you're cashing out at that point, aren't you? In effect, of the crypto. So it's models. still taxable. Yes, yeah, so that would be taxable. So there,
0: if I put, put it in, I'll buy it for a thousand. Tomorrow it's worth two thousand. Yeah. But I go in and spend a thousand pounds in Tesco's. Yeah. You've still made that thousand pound profit. So it's there, still taxable, even yeah. though
1: I haven't taken the cash out. I still had a yeah. profit, That's and it's true. still taxable. That'd be the taxable. Yeah, so you still there. You there is your profit, though, isn't it? Yeah. So you've still yeah. got your thousand there. You've taken a thousand out
0: of it. So, so it's so so even though it hasn't left the crypto world, it's still taxable. Yeah, because that's the one thing that people say yeah. to me is it hasn't. I haven't actually. I haven't any cash, but so I've never made money.
1: Yeah, but it's in the wallet, isn't it? It's there. But I've still sold it. Yeah, I've no. Idea. I've still
0: sold it. you sold point. it at that point.
1: So yeah, you've I've still made and, a profit there. I've
0: sold yeah. that element of it to go and buy me packet of crisps from. Yeah. the co-op. <laughs> you know? that's it. Yeah. So and people are doing that. People are living off it like it's uh, like it's a normal bank account.
1: Really. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. I went, I only know this because I went to the public the other week and they were sat and they said, Oh, I'll just pay it on, my, on this card and this yeah. silver card pops out. And I thought, What is that? I've never seen one of them before. And then he's paid. And I was like, Have you just paid that? He was like, For crypto. I was like, "What? How? That's... How, how have you just bought this beer that I can see in front of me <laughs> with money that doesn't exist?
1: It's crazy isn't it it's i mean i'm just getting used to paying with my phone let alone (laughs) this digital currency and everything so you actually told you i am a dinosaur
0: that's really good so and then the other thing the other thing i have seen is when people have done this via the limited companies actually so they've invested money into crypto yeah okay so it goes fifty thousand. Whacked it in and then what they can do is they've found these investments which will pay them like effectively, like it's effect, I can't, it's basically like sec, secondary income. I can't right. the technical term for it. Basically, they get paid a guaranteed interest for 12 months or whatever on that investment value.
1: Yeah. So, okay.
0: so at that point, for the interest element, yeah. Okay. That's not crypto profit and
1: loss. Yeah. So, and then what? Yeah. So, is first and foremost, is that taxable? The interest will be, be the same as if you're generating interest in a company's bank account. So it's just tax No, there's no interest. Yeah, that would be how that would work. So if you're getting paid that interest, okay. Yeah.
0: So if I have that fifty thousand pounds investment, I then put the I have the interest, yeah. But I never cash that interest out. Yeah. I never get paid it. It rolls into more and more and more investments. Yeah. So therefore, to me, I haven't got any money at all. Yeah. That I'm receiving. So that's taxable still, isn't it? Because even though I haven't. Oh, it's, there's no difference between me having that pay, that interest paid to me, £10,000 yeah. whatever, and then reinvesting it into crypto. Yeah. So therefore, even though on my quarterly reports, it will show I've got interest of, I don't know, over the year, £10,000. Yeah, yeah, That ten grand is taxed on income tax. Yeah.
1: Not on capital gains tax. Yeah, because so that's interest income, isn't it? So, yeah, correct. Yes,
0: correct. Even though I haven't see, seen it, received it, whatever, it's just re-rolled into... Yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. So I can't get out of paying income tax on that.
1: But well, if it's in a company, be corporation tax you but, know what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, however, I'm not gonna pay in yeah. normal income tax or corporation tax, whichever. Yeah. ultimately there will be taxed due on it. So yeah, yeah. you're gonna escape it. So. so I
0: can't I can't then receive that interest and then pay capital gains tax on it because it's not capital gains. No, that's interest is investment income. Yeah, 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 Because so, that, that was a new thing that only cropped up a couple weeks ago yeah. in the thing. So yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I've not really
1: seen too much of that.
0: Yeah, that's that's quite quite good. I don't know how it works. I have no idea how it works. I don't know people get paid it, <laughs> and it's and it's an interest element. Yeah. No, yeah. so we've
1: got people here that understand how the crypto side works better than us. Oh yeah, yeah. De-
0: definitely, absolutely, definitely. So we've got you know a good few specialists on that. It's just today, as I say, today it's just addressing those common things that come up in our world. Yeah, and making people aware it's taxable. It's not. It, you yeah. can't ignore it. It's, and it's something to be scared of no. because it, in our in our camp. Really, it's either income tax or capital gains tax. Yes. And we will we'll obviously guide you through that or whatever. Yeah, that's it. How oh, interesting. Yeah. So don't be scared. Always please come forward if you have, if you have got any <laughs> <laughs> questions <laughs> on crypto, yeah. uh, the tax side of things, not the investment, because we are <laughs> certainly not specialists on that. No. Okay. That's great. So we have Sam here with us. Sam is our in-house specialist. I think we'll say specialist.
1: A um, <laughs> guru. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's very modest. Is our Sam um, on MTD um, and that sort, that sort of things? Mm-hmm. So,
2: firstly, um, what, what is MTD and what does it? What is it? MTD. Uh, MTD is making tax difficult, as one of my clients told me. It's uh, it's It's it's, 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 uh, it's making tax digital. It's a government incentive, and it's trying to streamline and digitise all of our tax. So they started with VAT back in 2019. It got delayed. It was meant to be 2018. And what that was to avoid was to stop people entering records, you know, writing on your old analysis papers oh, and adding me. things yeah. up incorrectly via a calculator. <laughs> um, so they stipulated then that you either had to use a spreadsheet, which used formula to okay. make all your calculations, yeah. uh, or you went on to full blown software, um, okay. either for yourself or you bring yourself into us and we would have to use software. Um, that was a relative success. I think it, it has moved a lot of people in the right direction. More modern ways. Yeah, um, I of the collinses Collins' books and yeah, 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 the. Sort the sort yeah, days, yeah, absolutely. The Simplexity. Simplexity, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it, it's a shame now because you know the apprentices and stuff that come on board aren't going to see that anymore the dinosaurs um, like me yeah. and Mark are in the right mm, bother yeah. tell you what if you gave me one of those to tip at the bank since now for like two days I'd love it <laughs> <laughs> but the time it seems hideous doesn't it
0: But yeah so it so it caught everyone up onto a software okay so, yeah. so then so then obviously that was for VAT to start with yeah okay it's obviously helped a lot of top, people's time because yeah. software now integrates everything which is mm-hmm. good so where what Obviously
2: MTD, the next the next step is for 2024. Well, yeah, absolutely. So okay. it's that's period starting 6th of April 24. So the oh, okay. 24-25 tax year. Uh, and that's going to be what, what is known as quarterly reporting. So that's going to be for sole traders and landlords with income over 10 grand. Oh, Mark, yeah. is England. England?
1: have been our resident tax specialist. Yeah, yeah. Specialist.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna bring so many people into it, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's a it's a massive shift. It's and it's a bigger shakeup than VAT because VAT only really changed your record keeping. This is actually different submissions and yeah. whatnot. What they are doing at the minute is they're gonna keep uh your you know, Jan payment, July payment on account, all that sort of thing. Okay. What is gonna change is you're gonna have your quarterly submissions. Uh,
1: just from a and L perspective for that. Yeah, so on the ten thousand pound limit, if you've got say five rental properties, it's those combined, isn't it, that gives yeah. you ten thousand? Yeah, yeah,
0: so. yeah, so. is that ten thousand pound profit or ten thousand pound rental income, income. So that's that's before expenses. Yeah. So that's that's affecting my sales effectively. Yeah. yeah. So if, if I can make a loss, and I'll stand in my quarterly report. Unfortunately. Ah, how interesting! So yeah. that, that is going to bring I think it's lot. more
2: to do with the scope of like how big you are because massive companies and things can make losses, but yeah. transactionally yeah. they're huge and it, it matters. You know, yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah, because a lot of people will think that that's my so my income is my profit, yeah, not my yeah. sales or no, my, yeah. my, my my actual amount I'm receiving in the bank, yeah. So that that's where I think people could get lost in translation a little bit,
1: yeah. I think, yeah. and that's so that's the whole For idea sure. of
0: doing this, isn't it? You know, to, to address those sort of yeah. things. And so it's ten thousand pounds worth of top-line income before my expenses
1: yeah
2: absolutely and then
0: for 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 anybody else for whatever it's it's whatever work for exactly. everyone else isn't it it, yeah. doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't matter it's just that's those sure. okay so that so
2: what why do i need to start thinking about that now and why do i not wait until the 6th of april 2024 well the thing is you might need my help with training neil <laughs> So, <laughs> okay. if, not if, me personally. <laughs> not me personally. I have no rental
0: properties. But from um, a from a from a um from a client point of view, or from yeah. people out there point of view that mm-hmm. read this and go,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, no, yeah. So it's it, like I say, it's a new thing. It's not like that when we were all making that you know submissions anyway, and you don't want to get to that first submission, realize you don't know what you're doing, need help, and. I could help the odd one or two. I can't help thousands of clients all at the same time. So the ideal, if you're really forward thinking, would be to get on for the 23-24 tax year. Okay. So Not necessarily. You can sign up as a pilot. We're not recommending that because there's no point adding the admin now. But what I would do is see if you can get yourself on software and become compliant, essentially, from that perspective. Before, yeah. so you get to iron out any yeah. pieces that, essentially, yeah, exactly. or any problems you can have with the software. And, and starting 6th of April, also, you know, assuming you have that tax year-end, obviously helps us when we come to do year-end accounts, have it all in one place. You can split a year if you want, but it's harder for us to stitch software and manual records together. If you're going to give it a go, yeah, try for the whole year.
0: So, wait, so and that brings me on to another question. Actually, one of the things I've seen hit around, hit around, and around the news, around mm-hmm. everywhere is about the um, them changing our tax years. Okay, yeah. as in, not tax years, but our accounting years, effectively making them in work. line with yeah. the tax year. Mm-hmm. So, I think I, I know it's I know it's obviously MTD and stuff, but but Mark, how how does that work?
1: So at the moment, say your year end for like a sole trader isn't to the 31st of March or 5th of April. So for example, if you're 31st of July, yeah. you'd be taxed on say 2022, 31st of July, 2022 year end. You'd be taxed in the, the tax year ending 5th of April, 2023 on your profits to that July year end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're changing that <laughs> to do with MTD. Right. So going forward, you're going to be taxed on April to April, basically, effectively, in line with the tax year. Yeah. Which means 23-24, that's the transitional year. So they're then going to tax you on your profits to that July year end, so July 2022. Yeah. Plus August to April. Right, okay, so you're going to pay tax twice. Effectively, yeah. So you're going to have a year where you're getting taxed on extra profits than what you normally would so can I, can I change that before you can but by doing it in the tap, in the transitional year they're giving you the option that that excess can be spread over five years so you don't have to pay all the tax up front in that year on the extra bit you can do it if you want if you want to just get it out of the way in one go but you can spread it over five years it gets a bit more complicated as i actually won't go into, because if you've started with a year end not in line with the tax year you'll have something called overlap profits alone. Yeah, we'll go into that later. Yeah, like, yeah we could be here for <laughs> <So you> <laughs> yeah, yeah, about three days exactly. talking about overlap that relief. It's far, far, far too complicated to go into. Okay. Well, we've got blogs on our website as well that explain how this transition is going to work and everything so have okay. a look at those or get in touch with whoever looks out your tax returns for you yeah we can all we can all help out yeah. with that can't we but yeah so
0: just into your board then Sam. i'm sorry i've got from the a tangent of there. Yeah. so so obviously so that's going to change and that's changing the same tax year they're both changing the same tax year don't they the court reported on the and your, what you're talking about
1: Mark. The year before for the change in the yeah. oh okay it's to get it ready for yeah, when he, when he's 23,
2: 24, and then
1: we're 24, 25. Where you right,
2: okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so
1: he's prepping for you, basically. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it all neat
2: and tidy, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so with the quarterly submissions, then is that going to be sort of going through things, softwares like Zeros and that sort of stuff? Yeah,
2: right? yeah. So probably the main two we're looking at, but, you know, in a broader perspective as well, you have your your main software, your bookkeeping software, so ZERO, Sage, QuickBooks, whatever. Um, We're obviously ZERO Platinum Partners. Was, it. We've, we've seen zero solution uh and it it looks a lot like the vat so in the same way you would connect your gateway to yeah. your your system uh it will come up with the submissions you need to make you'll review them check that you're happy with it and submit do that each quarter the difference will be In VAT, if you made like a late claim, so you submit your VAT and then you go and find an expense that you missed last quarter and put it on, it would automatically bring it over. For quarterly reporting, what it's going to do is you have to resubmit the previous Uh, quarter. It will say records have changed in this quarter, please review again and submit. So that's fine. Okay. Um, Once you've done your four, there's also then a final declaration, which is going to lock your figures in. And then you have the opportunity to add in your other bits and bobs on your tax return that, you know, obviously don't just go through that one license's trade, like your interests, like your dividends, some of the places. So is that like
1: basically the end of your tax return? Yes, exactly. Story, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And
2: it's probably worth noting at this point, yeah, as I said, they're, they're not changing payments or anything like that. There's going to be a quarterly estimate of tax. So there will be a running thing saying you're probably going to owe this. But that in no way is going to be taken from you, or that they're not going to request that. So, okay, so then that's helpful from from my point of view, as, yeah. a, as a client point of view, because
0: I know have an idea what I'm going to pay at mm-hmm. end of the year. There's no big shocks anymore when you come and see your accountant end of the year, and yeah. you've got a 40 grand tax bill you weren't expecting. <laughs> you know, so that those that that helps with that side of things. But what if so I go and see my accountant end of the year, and my accountant includes things you know certain expenses I haven't included. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my accountant sits down; it's my first ever time doing it. And they say, "Oh, you haven't claimed any. You know, you decorate it in, for yeah. example. You can claim that back yeah. as an expense. You know, your your bathroom that you've gone and mm. you know, changed. You can go and put, claim that back. Yeah. But your your brand new things. You you know, you've gone and knocked a wall down. You you can't. Mm-hmm. So the things that I can claim back, I haven't put on there because I didn't yeah. think I could. Mm-hmm. Ha- can I still have those adjustments for those expenses? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely. I mean, you can still do it at one point in time. So before that final declaration, you know, you can go in and make make adjustments, but." if you work with us and you know we i'd probably want to automate that so i you know if, if you're talking about you know mileage and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. i'd probably problem. want to set up a repeating journal just to make it easier for us but okay no, and then we can right. change that number though because obviously we can't you're not like the same mileage every
0: yeah. Quarter. yeah 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 so then so then from a if from mine and mark's point of view we're both dinosaurs we're not very good with hmm. uh, these sort of, side of things. And I, same as VAT, that, that sort mm-hmm. of things. And I don't want, I, I can't lose software. I don't like, I, mean, yeah. I get caught up in all the rules. Yeah. But, I, you know, I've got a, I've got a very good businessman. I'm very good at investing. I've got some loads of properties. I've earned more than my £10,000 top line. But can I do it via, yeah, yeah. can we, uh, can you that? Like we do the yeah. VAT or, or what? Well, there's another
2: method, which I haven't mentioned yet, which is using bridging software. Okay. So for those that didn't get involved with that, with VAT, what that is, is, a way of connecting spreadsheets. So that was a bit of an easier transition for the VAT people who were recording the manual book. So you can replicate that on a spreadsheet. And essentially what you're doing is tagging the cells of the VAT return. So you might have like a sales tab, an expenses tab, a VAT return tab. You'd link those to the relevant boxes and sums. Then in the bridging software, you upload your spreadsheet, it picks out the figures and you submit. Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. That's going to carry on for MTD for quarterly reporting. The issue is that we're not just talking about nine boxes anymore. No, We're talking about sales and a lot of expense categories potentially. So whilst it it will work in the same simple principle, I think it's going to create a lot more work and people aren't going to enjoy it as much. So Mm. yeah, you can do that and it will be there or you can bring it into us and we can... You know, we can source you know, that. it We can We can find a middle ground. So you obviously can send everything into us at one cost. Yeah. But if you want to pick up some of that, we might set you up on zero and say, well, here's an app, please use it to raise your sales. Yeah. And you may as well, because it's a good system. You know, it can send it out. It can send invoice reminders and statements and everything. Um, and you can do that. You might put your purchases on, but leave the bank reconciliation, VAT checking, etc. cetera, to us. We can, can find some... Yeah. A, lot, a lot of
0: people, this is going to become a shock to, because a lot of them haven't used software. They have a yeah. bank statement. Their rental income comes in, their
1: expenses go up. Yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. I mean, like, no. Property, like landlords, then. Does zero work for them as well, or the software? They like, yeah, work yeah. as easily with landlords as if they do, like... I landlords actually... And...
2: Landlords tend to love zero as much as anyone, so, like, because it's not a simple system. It will work for big companies, but it's laid out in a very simple fashion, and it's got things like... Zero calls them tracking categories. Other people might call them departments or tags. Landlords love that because you can set it up as like say property as an overarching tag category. Okay. And then what a lot of them do is put their addresses as subcategories. So every time they, re- they raise a rent invoice uh, or record, you know, rental income, then they can tag it to that property. Any expenses, et cetera, they can tag to that. And then when you run profit and losses, so you can out, filter yeah. by the, the, you the know, address. And see what you actually made on that property in the year, which is really useful. Yeah, so they have a lot more information at hand, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a business tool. It's not. Yeah. It's not just accounting number crunching mm-hmm. software. It, you know, it should be there to help. <coughs> you the advantages of cloud accounting are huge um, compared to you know what what has been in the past. Just manual accounting. Like yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's live data for us too. So as long as you're on top of it, or we're on top of it, if it's, if it's for us to do, then everyone can see the picture at the yeah. same point. So. you're talking about getting finance or whatever it might be or making a business decision then it's there in front of you and we and you can look at it over a phone call at the same time and see the same information yes but you can also add in things like we receipt bank is a common one so you know accurate taking pictures of your receipts and it pulling out the details the suppliers the VAT rates etc
0: well then that that, then that uploads that onto yeah yeah so so my, my cloud right Mm-hmm. Can I can in, I can do all my bank things mm-hmm. and I can
2: take a photo of a receipt mm-hmm. and it puts it on my computer. Absolutely. And not only that, you've got your automated bank feed in zero. So to wreck your bank, it already matches up, it's already brought the transaction in from your bank. So all you're doing is clicking OK. And that's a bank reconciliation done, an expense recorded any VAT information potentially. So does. it doesn't actually create any
0: more work yeah. for me. It
2: actually creates less work for me. Yeah. So all I do is take my phone, take a photo, and it's done the job for mm. me. Yeah. That's mad. You've also got like cash flow forecasting apps which connect to it. Again, because the APIs on Cloud accounting are so easy to create, um, they're all there and easily, easily connected. The what? The um, a- a- what's an API? API. Uh, um, you know, a conversation between one party and another online. Oh, okay. So, Right. A bank could have an API, so, you know, HSBC or whomever might, will have an API specifically with zero, and that discusses what information gets shared.
0: Oh, so what, for the bank feed, effectively? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so my bank, right,
2: okay, I've never heard of an API before, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's brand new to me.
0: <laughs> so, right. And then, so the, just going back to the quarterly reporting. Yeah. So, if I so effectively, I'm doing a quarterly, effectively, set up, set up mm-hmm. accounts, really. Do I need to include in my three months? Would that be my, my 3 months pay slips and my dividend income and all that sort of side of things? Or do I
2: just do my trading activity and then everything else goes on my end of year? Yeah, just you're just submitting the trading information for that entity within... Right, whatever. okay. Like
1: yeah. In the future, it'll probably change, won't is... I, I mean, can
2: see it, it will have to change. I think I, I think this isn't saving enough work at the minute, potentially, but we're, yeah. we're moving in the right direction.
1: And a lot of that information HMC already have live anyway. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they, like, they, they
2: do. Employment, they'll know what you've been paid up to that
0: point. So they just yeah. won't know
1: dividends. They, yeah,
0: they may know interest. Yeah, they'll definitely know about my crypto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, those yeah. sort of things on there. And, you know, so, so what happens, you know, if I've got a crypto trading activity, right? And because so we, we just run over crypto and all that sort of side, side of things. So and this is one thing that people don't think exists. which mm-hmm. we We're just saying. So if I, I'm deemed to be a trading, okay, mm-hmm. so I, I'm then trading in crypto. Would I have to then put that into my MTD quarterly reporting
2: as well? Yeah. So as far as we we're aware at the minute, it would be you know. One quarterly submission for each trading activity, right? Okay. And then we'll bundle it up in the final declaration, ah, into one. So then, so
0: then, from a the HMRC point of view, then they'll have my crypto reports that are yeah. being sent from Coinly and they'll have my quarterly reporting yeah. that will marry up. Although, no, it's not going like to marry up, but they'll have no yeah, so have information figures, there. Yeah. Oh, so they're literally, that yeah, and then they would realize, obviously, if you've got a trading activity, then they'll be able to realize you're not doing your quarterly submissions and stuff. And what happens if I don't? If I don't do my quarterly submissions, Uh, what
2: HMRC sort of putting out there they're gonna do? Not sure at the minute. They were for that, they're moving to a new points-based system. Okay. Um, I suspect it might be something similar. So,
0: So what does so what what's the point?
2: What does that mean? So for each return that you've got to do, um late submission might equate to a point or two points of late payment would again incur point penalties right. when it reaches a threshold you get a set fee fine right okay. um but they're specific to that one so if if you don't do one late but you do another on time like that's fine that's clear but your points will carry on racking for the previous one right okay and, yeah, yeah yeah and um eventually you clear it when you sort it so they're going to
0: start they're going to start doing yeah doing that with, with potential with, well yeah i mean that was my estimate it's down the road um, yeah. isn't it because they're not going to come up with it it's just giving people a flavor of what if i don't because it's very obvious and very common for people just to bury their head in the sand and not mm-hmm. actually do anything about it you think well, well it doesn't affect me yeah.
1: yeah it will affect everybody at some point that's why you're saying it's better to get on the software and get used to doing it now before you have to do it yeah. because once you have to do it if you start missing it then that's very stressful yeah. better to prepare early, isn't it, Mark? It is. Be prepared. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mark's little motto. Oh, okay. You get everything you can think of. Be prepared. And talk to us. Exactly. You'll have a little t-shirt in the club shop saying yeah, like that. at
0: right. it. But it is, it is good. It is good. So what in, in the MTD world, what is, is there anything else that, that hasn't crossed my door? Yeah.
2: So, well, just looking into the future then, obviously we've discussed the sole traders for 24-25 tax year. 25, 26 is going to be general partnerships as well. This is going to apply to?
0: Oh, so the first one only affects sole traders. Yeah.
2: Right. Okay. And landlords, landlords. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So so, so, so. but when landlords, does it affect landlords' partnerships or just landlords? So me, just a sole, just a sole trader. So it's a sole trader, whether you're a
2: landlord or whether you're a traded person. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So the the next year after you've got the, the general partnerships, then we're going to miss one then 2026 at the earliest we're talking about corporation tax quarterly reporting so that's oh, for okay. your companies you've incorporated incorporated entities yeah um everyone's saying at the earliest because that's a huge deal <laughs> that's good. we're, just, we're just thinking that, that got yeah. delayed In- it's been delayed as well isn't it so yeah it was yeah, yeah. absolutely so yeah, well,
0: I think it's going to be based on like, how income tax goes, isn't it? If income yeah. tax goes, then we'll, we'll be on already, it. If not, then yeah, then yeah, yeah, it's going to be people getting caught up in it. That's going to be the thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: You know, people are going to need probably the advice and the support from us more than ever yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah. That's it, where we do some so more, much more like advisory based, isn't it? Because you know we're not going to get a shoebox full of receipts. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Back
1: <laughs> against that, you know, so we shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> that, but that, can't, that
0: that problem. There's still an option for that to happen. Yeah, with the with the you know because quarterly instead it's quarterly, it's it's yeah. quarterly isn't mm-hmm. it? So so yeah, that could
1: that could potentially happen. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hopefully, it does. You know, flatten that ebb and flow or that January ebb, and then yeah, yeah.
0: So so with the quarterly reporting, okay, I'm going to have April, May, and June on the uh, on there. So then. Effectively, it's going to be so from the fifth of fifth of April, 5th of April yeah. yeah, all the way through to the fifth of July. How long have I got to put that submission in? Exactly one month. Exactly one yeah. month.
2: So, so your fifth of August will be your deadline. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that, So then, obviously, then if I don't and they do follow the same things, in the VAT. That's when my points will start accumulating. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was having a bit of trouble potentially. So okay. So that. So you got what one month. So then, one month to that—that's when I suppose you'd have to contact your accountants or mm-hmm. whatever to get yeah. to get it in. Yeah. So what? So with this quarterly reporting, what people suddenly start thinking is, well, I don't minute, I can do my own quarterly reporting. Mm-hmm. I don't need an accountant anymore. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think they—they they will because it'd be the same as what's happening now. Nothing's yeah. changing apart from their they are reporting their data or the data we produce quarterly. Mm-hmm. So actually, if they would do it themselves, they're still not going to have the. The, the expenses, adjustments or whatever, all the sense checks they have currently yeah, yeah, yeah at the end.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, and our we're always going to change in this as well, aren't they? We're going to become a lot more able to advise and have real-time information, I not we? So the advice we can give can be a lot more current. and more practical. Yeah, like for example, people going for a mortgage. Someone yeah. going for, I'll see it every day, someone going for a mortgage
0: and they come in and they say, oh, I'm mortgage, and you go, what what your figures like? Well, I haven't done my tax return yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, or usually your tax return. Okay, and then that, that then takes six, whatever month, of months is not that long. So, you know, say a month <laughs> or six weeks to, to do the tax return, you know, and then actually we, we could look at it and say, well, the mortgage advisor the more and say, look, this is where we're looking at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can't so, we? And then, and then hopefully that will then make people's lives easier, not harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Make
0: decision making better, isn't it? So, yeah. Certain perhaps I'm sure people will find it easier than others. Mm-hmm. But then we help people help to help both, aren't
2: we? People yeah. that find it easy and hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that's cropping up in the in the MTD world at the moment?
2: No, not really. That's it. Once once sleep, they... it's enough. Just, yeah. just <laughs> sort of small changes, yeah. Like... yeah.
0: It's good they're not changing the payment date, so that's that's
2: good. For
0: now, for now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, for now. Yeah. <laughs> I see it changing. I don't see it why it shouldn't
1: change either. I mean, yeah, be- yeah, once it's bedded in it, probably makes sense to, won't it? Because at the moment you're paying payments on account in July, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So they're not really accurate. So it'll be more real time, more accurate to what hopefully be able to make them lower. Yeah. You might hope
0: to make them lower, but then equally, you know, what you don't want to do is end up paying it quarterly because the cash flow side yeah. of things is a nightmare. So you'll see, you know, we've got to pay uh, Imagine, Imagine paying you. So you'll have, so you must to pay one round about Christmas time.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I know you got
0: your January pounds at the end of the year, but you've had a long yeah. time to stay up and you've got your pounds on the against that. But you pay it quarterly, it'd be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. No. Yeah, hopefully they don't change that. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> I sure would be surprised if they do. No, no, but that, that's this is all you know here, here at the moment. We don't yeah. actually, we don't yeah. know. They've said nothing factual about that. It's just going to be, but they have said factually that from yeah. these tax years or from these yeah. dates that they're going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, obviously you get the sole traders out of the way, then the partnerships, and then miss a year, and then maybe look at limited
2: companies. Yeah. No, definitely. Now those sort of things to change just a little note on the sign up process as well yeah if, if there's you know sole traders and landlords that aren't that registered who didn't know the process for VAT uh it's a case of signing into your government gateway hopefully you've got one and you've linked your self-assessment to it um and then it's manually opting to register they won't just do it automatically yeah. um and then you'll you'll sign up usually it takes up to like 72 hours to come back and say you're good uh, and then from there, you're, you're able to connect that gateway to software.
0: Well, that's yeah. quite common, actually. A lot of my clients, particularly, haven't got their own gateways. We all right. wait because we do submissions from for, for tax returns. You don't know if you know this or not, but it goes through our, our agent gateway. Yeah. Okay, Yeah. So we don't submit. We don't, for corporation yeah. tax, for anything, any tax returns we submit don't go through individual mm. gateways. Some accountants do do it that way. But we 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 don't. Exactly. So therefore, the, probably the best advice to prepare for it is to get your gateway. Yeah, and to be able to make sure it works because yeah, you have yeah. to get codes and all sorts of how to access yeah. them, and also then prepare for the software as well. Yeah, that's probably the two things to prepare yeah, definitely. for the yeah. change.
1: Yeah. Get the gateways now. You can Do that now it yeah, well. be, yeah. it's not always straightforward. Is it, it can be like pain trying to set them up. So do it now. It's out the way done. But as with everything, we, we can help and support with, with that, you
0: yeah. know, say how to get a gateway. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all about the sort of works working together, not, not people working separate, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, Well, cool. thank you. You've, um, you've taught you me an awful, awful lot about <laughs> MTD, stuff that I didn't even know. Yeah. So thank you very much. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to episode five of our OR, put to, OR Talks podcast. Thank you to both our special guests. Well, i say both. Um, it's Sam for discussing all our
1: NTD questions and our other special guest, Mark, for discussing all our all our crypto questions. I thought I was getting called special then. I I getting... <laughs> We've got a special guest.
0: you have got a special guest to have with us.
1: So in our next podcast, we're going to be catching up with our founding partners, Peter Ornrod and Gary Rutter, and learning a bit about their journey from starting the firm to where we are today. And we are also be doing 12 facts of Christmas. So if you've got any questions that you'd like answered or covered on the pod, give us a WhatsApp on 01905 777 600.